Okay. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. I have Maria Callen back from A1 Tool Company here today. And I actually invited her. Let me just turn down the volume of this music. I just like to listen to this because it relaxes me. <laughs> but I'm going to turn it down. Okay. So I actually invited Maria today because when we first did a, an episode together, you talked about the, you know, overcoming adversity. And I want to follow up after, I think it's almost a year, right? Or a year and a half. So I want to yes. follow up on how you're doing now, you know, mentally, physically, and what's going on with you. Thank so you. take it away. Oh my, just take it away, huh? <laughs> um, well, uh, yes, Mary, it has been two years since my accident. And... um I was just kind of nervous approaching year two because I had all these great, um, all these great ideas of what I thought it would be and where I thought I would be in my healing and my mental and physical state and all of that. And I got to tell you, I, um, I'm not where I had hoped to be with my healing of the scars. Mm. Fortunately though, I have really worked so hard on my mental, my spiritual, my emotional self that I'm really okay. I'm, I am doing amazingly well. And in that process, I've lost my father over the last year. And mm -hmm. that was very devastating to me. And that's just part of this whole thing. I think I would not have handled that well had I not had things in place to mm -hmm. help handle difficult things like the adversity we talked about mm -hmm. I in a way in a sense um, the adversities I faced in my life prepared me for when I lost my father so I'm hearing you and it's processing in my head and I'm thinking I think things happen for a reason we've talked about this that God somehow sometimes if we're paying attention it, it gives us this little sign. And I see things sometimes when he's trying to like give me signs like, hey, it's, you know, you, I'm going to prepare you now because it's going to lead to this. Yes, I, I'm a big believer and I feel like he is very providentially taking care of me. I see him in everything. Um, I know that I've been studying a lot about gratitude and that has really transformed my whole life, my whole thinking. Because um, it's like I see that in the good and even in the bad that I'm mm -hmm. allowed to have, it has strengthened me and brought me to places where I can reach more people and be more effective as a speaker had I not gone through some of those difficult things. And, you mm -hmm. know, we're all going to face adversity and we're mm -hmm. all going to face death. We're mm -hmm. all going to face our bodies changing in ways that we don't like. I mean, I'm, I'm middle-aged. It's, it's, you know, it's happening already. Um, aside from all the burns and scars, I mean, I'm, I'm changing every day and it's not for the better outwardly, but it's, but at the same time, I feel, I feel good because, you know, you know what it's like, Mary, you keep yourself up and you do what you can. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an, an inward beauty that shines. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like, I feel like that's me right now. It's more, it's more about the inward self that I'm focusing on. 
And so I feel very proud of how far I have come, but it's been through the Lord. It's, it's not me. You know what, Maria? I mean, when you said that, it's like, normally I'm like, um, not emotional, but I think it's because I truly, truly believe in God that when you said that, Hey, this is what I learned through the process. And that's what I want people to realize that I think, you know, going through some hardship, because I went through it when I was growing up. Yes. And so I get life right away at a young age. And um, as a matter of fact, Nikki and Dino and I talked about it last um, last two weeks ago when I had the episode um, recorded with them. We talked about going through hardship and learning from it. And then I think when you're really paying attention and you're, you know, you're close to God, you see certain things differently than probably compared to other people, right? And it's just like, and I think you're more grateful. Like for me, every day I'm grateful because I'm like, wow. I mean, if you look at from where I came from to now, I have come a long way. Yes. And I'm the type of person also that I'm, you know, always, you know, self, you know, reflecting or yes. studying myself, how I can improve myself. Yes, me too. Yes. I think we've got to. I think that. A wise person will do that, you know, you've got to just kind of analyze, you know, where you are and why things have happened the way they have. And if you need to grow, then, you know, you need to be thinking about that. You know, I like that. I like that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, I'm not overcritical about other people, but I think I'm overcritical about myself Me too. just because the way I'm looking at it, it's like, I can improve myself. I can do better. I can be better tomorrow than today. Or even like, you know. It's a great mindset because we all can be a little bit better. A mm -hmm. little bit better. And I've been reading a great book about atomic habits. And it's based on that very thing. You know, we think we've got to do something really great. But really, it's the small things over mm -hmm. time that mm -hmm. make it better. And mm -hmm. It talks about like an airplane taking off at the LAX and it's headed for, you know, New York. But if it just turns a few degrees, then it can be heading in a whole different direction across country. It can be going to Washington, D.C. instead of New York. But it was just a couple degrees. But over time, it's in a whole different direction. And I love that. And 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 even with that, you might learn something from it. Right. You didn't that you didn't expect. Yes. 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 I'm always learning. Yes. Yeah. It's funny because some people they're like, they're like, I think um, something to do with conscious um, thinking or making decision consciously. Some people they say, oh, I'm having a hard time or, or, or I'm struggling with this or I'm struggling with that. But then after I hear their story, I'm like, you have so much things to be thankful for. How come that person doesn't see that. And then I'm like thinking they don't get what life is about yet. You know what I mean? It's not the big thing that we're going to make an impact in this world. It's the little things and it would lead up to probably the big thing right later on. Right. So going back to the company, because I know a one tool company is owned by you and your husband. That's How do you work 
you know, how do you work well with your team or even with your husband? Because like with me and Mike, you know, I think we grew, you know, I mean, in the beginning, we're like, yes, and then then over time, you probably perfected and you learn how to communicate better or effectively, right? I mean, how, how is it with you and John? Oh, wow. I think we're unique in that um, I started working with him 20 years ago. The company was like 10 years old at that time. So we bought the company. I started working with him. I had been a school teacher and I was like, I cannot work with him. I cannot. <laughs> so I I did kind of a, um, I just saw that Shane Jackson's wife went into beauty school. I did that. I'm like, I'm out of here. I'm going to beauty school. And I cut hair for a few years until I had kids and then stayed home. And then later, Facebook was a big thing. And I'm like, John, A1 Tool needs to be doing social media. He's Mm -hmm. like, we've got a guy that does it. Mm -hmm. We weren't doing anything. And we had a guy that was doing our website, but he wasn't doing anything. It was Uh just a post. Uh And so I just got so angry. And I was like, I can do this. And so I just started creating profiles and I enjoyed it. It was something I had never thought of in my whole life, but I just started creating the A1 profile and coming up with the pictures. And then I started going to the shop and taking pictures of tools and I just loved it. And the best thing though, Mary, is John knows about none of it. He doesn't know anything (laughs) about social media. That worked well because it's something Uh He recognized it's necessary and he recognized uh-huh. he had no idea what to do. So he just left me alone. And so, so, yeah. so that's the beauty about it, right? He left you alone. It's like, okay, this is your gig and I'm going to do this other stuff. That's yeah. right. That's right. And so he could see the numbers, you know, he's a numbers guy. So he uh-huh. could see the numbers and how effective it was, but he didn't know how to do that. And he didn't think, you know, the thing with trying to hire someone is that they know nothing about our industry. They know uh-huh. nothing about the people. And I had really gotten to become good friends on Facebook with a lot of the people. And and then, of course, um, we went to MTE. I was like, John, we need to go to MTE. And we did. And we met a great number of people and made a lot of contacts. So, so now we work very well together in that he just, um, you know, he just kind of says, here's what we need to do. And I just run with it. And so it's really nice. But yeah, he runs all things A1 tool. Like he's there in the shop. He's there packing. He's there doing everything. He's just got his hands on everything. A lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. And I just handled the, the, the social media, Mark. Social yeah. media. Um, sometimes I do customer service through, mm-hmm. all, um, you know, instant messenger and things like that with the, with the mm-hmm. shop. Yeah, I'm just kind of. Are you guys were ever in a situation where you're not agreeing on things? And how do you actually, you know, how do you actually, you know, uh, come out of that? Or how do you fix it? Oh, I get that. That happens a lot of the time because I'm the dreamer. I'm the, wow, we should do this. And I'm all (laughs) about that. And he's the numbers guy, as I said. And he's very practical and systematic. And so a lot of times we don't agree. And then uh-huh. because of just the way our marriage runs in our house, he wears the pants. So he makes, the, he calls the shots. Uh-huh. And um, sometimes his 
you know, and I, I feel though that I can trust his, his way. I agree with it, Mm -hmm. but fortunately I married a very intelligent man. And I tell my girls, I'm like, you girls need to, you need to find an intelligent man because you're going to need to submit to him sometimes. And actually all the time. And (laughs) I say that it's hard. It's really hard. But I say, you need to be able to trust his decisions. Mm -hmm. And so um, whenever we have a difference and he says, no, we're going to do this. I'm like, okay. And then we do it. And then when it's wrong, I just smile. So Mm. I don't say anything. I just smile. And and he's like, well, we should, probably should have done this. And I'm just like, yeah. So does he go back and say, okay, Maria, we're going to try your way now. Does he go back to that? <laughs> um, sometimes, sometimes. But I mean, it's got to be something he's totally in it. I mean, but sometimes uh-huh. I do. I will tell him about this and I'm like, John, this is what, what we need to do. And sometimes he can really see that. He can see it. Uh-huh. But, um, it's, yeah. it's funny because as you're... Um, you know, sharing this with us, it's kind of like, it's kind of like bringing back my, uh, my past experience with Mike, you know, and I am actually, it's like every day you learn something new with your partner. And we're trying to do this project together because I'm very analytical, analytical. I know how to do this, but him on the other hand, because he does the social media, everything has to be like nice and professional and like, you know, you know, presentable but then in the process the artwork is like taking a while so so that's why i have to be like let's meet in the middle yes that's an artist for you though they want it to be just right and and it has his name written all over it you know it's Mm -hmm. it's his baby i'm sure it's part of who he is um i i like to do the artistic stuff but i'm not like that i'm i'm a wing it kind of gal i'm like let's just (laughs) let's do it let's throw it out there you know but I, yeah. I think people are forgiving, but, um, I, but, you know, he is seen as an expert in his, you know, in his videos and everything. And I see yeah. that he a reputation to uphold. In- yeah. In the end, we meet halfway. Teach about this is like communication, how to communicate effectively, because there are couples out there that I have talked to or know that, you know, either a woman or either a wife's trying to find the perfect time to talk to the husband or vice versa, mm-hmm. or sometimes they don't even communicate. So if you're not communicating, then it's not communication at all. So you, you have to figure out a way how to like communicate without getting like really, really angry at each other. So that's what, that's what I want to like talk about there. And not only that talking about or communicating to your customers, there's, there's a way to do it mm-hmm. to motivate them to do what you want them to do, whether buying tools, you know, like your products, or in my case, it's like my service, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, so that's good stuff. Yes. So in our industry, I see that there's a lot of um, potential or for, yeah. you know, new business owners or even current business owners on how to grow their business. Me and Mike, we've been there, done that. We tried so many stuff. I mean, as a matter of fact, when we first uh, when we first hired somebody to do our website, and that was like in 2002, we actually spent a lot of money on the website. And even with that, Mike was so picky. He was like nitpicking everything. And I'm like, we paid seven grand. Can you imagine seven grand at that time? And that was like back then. Yes. To me, that was like a lot of money. 
So I'm like, we paid seven grand and they don't know how to make a website. I'm like, oh, so that's why I'm like, I want to save people money. So that way they don't like just throw money out there, you know? Yes. And that's totally, you can do that because that's what we were doing in the beginning and we weren't getting the payoff. And that was what was so frustrating to me is I felt like I could do a better job. And so we got our, we're, we do our own website. We do. It's not fantastic, but we do it all. I mean, we feel very proud of it. And we've just recently updated everything and we think it looks really great. And um, I had asked you about Mike. Can we get Mike on the background? And so if someone's on their desktop, they can see Mike there. And it's just really cool because we wanted it to say PDR. I mean, it needs to be something about our industry. And so I don't know. And it's just more fun because it's got your, your handprint on it. It's, it's a piece of you. And uh-huh. it's, just, it's kind of like that whole family business thing, right? I mean, yeah. you and Mike are the business. And mm-hmm. that's, that's John and I. I mean, we're A1 Tool and all of our workers and our guys, they're so amazing and they work so hard. And How just, many? Yeah, go uh, ahead. Sorry. How many um, workers do you have? I think right now we've got 19. We sometimes wow. have people, but yeah. And so that's the thing, Mary. It's like, it's not just about me and John. I mean, it's these, those people too. It's their livelihood. And their families. Yes, we mm-hmm. pay their insurance. I mean, we take care of them and their family. And so we really care about them. And it's it's important to us to do well. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just us. It is mm-hmm. our and it's John's mom and dad. And my dad worked at A1 Tool until he could no longer work. And so um, it's a family business, but it's other families too. They're mm-hmm. all counting on us. Mm-hmm. So, it's really- so do you feel like um, responsible that if something happened and let's say the business slowed down? Because that's what I feel like with my technicians. Yes, it is like that. And you know, with health season, we have seasons, right? It's seasonal. And so when we are not busy, what we do at A1 Tool is we just keep them building. We keep them on staff. We keep them building tools because we know there's going to be a hell season and we're going to be stocked up on our inventory. So we keep them working the whole time, full Mm -hmm. steam ahead. And Mm -hmm. if we have extra time, then we do custom tool orders for people and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's also just you know, it's like, you know, when the government was paying people, you know, Oh, I know what you mean about that. Like my husband was like, Oh my goodness. What if they start paying them more than what we can pay them? And, but you know what? It, it wasn't like that. And they all said to John, we're staying. That's good. That's good. Um, that meant so much to us, just knowing that there's nothing that the government could say mm-hmm. we're going to pay. Because we didn't know how how high is this going to go? What mm-hmm. kind of package are they going to, mm-hmm. you know, send to them? And for them to say, we are we are with you. We're here, here. <laughs> you know, yeah. that was so good. But it's it's just um, That's- they mean something to us. We're all in it together. Yeah. Well, the way I'm looking at it. I always preach to people, treat people good because you just never know when they will, when it will come back to you. I'm thinking that you guys probably really do treat your um, workers really, you know, good that they're loyal to you. 
Yeah. And some of our workers, they've been there since we've been there. You know, Mm -hmm. they have been there a long time. And some, you know, they had some issues in their life. They had left, but they come back. And John's Mm -hmm. always willing to take them back. You know, Mm -hmm. he wants Mm -hmm. them to get their life in order. And it's just, we really care about them. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So that's good that John is always willing to take them back because sometimes you lose your way, right? And then right, right. We, well, yeah, and then when you realize you lost your way, you come back, right? Right. And, you know, when I had my accident, um, something happened that I would never have believed would ever happen. And that was that John just stopped everything and he was by my hospital bed. Mm-hmm. or wherever they would let him be, that's where he was. And everyone at A1 just rallied together and they ran that company. And we had, as you said, you don't realize that all the nice things that you do for people, they remember. And then mm-hmm. when we were going through the worst time in our lives. So many people at work and in our community and in the church just came together like an army and mm-hmm. they fought for us and mm-hmm. our family. And it was just a real blessing. Oh, that's a good, that's a good story. Yes. Yes. Cause I was like, see, those are the stuff that we don't know, but when you shared it now, I can understand. And, and, you know, it reminded me that's right. When you and John are going through this stuff, somebody still has to run the business. You know what I mean? And yeah. And it's a good thing that your um, workers are there to, you know, do teamwork and help you guys out. And that's yeah. really important in business. Yes, it is. It's good to have that in place. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So now what? Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. This 30 year anniversary, can you tell us about it and what's new with your company right now? Oh, wow. Okay. So, <laughs> and I feel like my, uh, my little the camera, camera kind of like, yeah. yeah kind of a, um, so 30 years, we're going to have a celebration uh, this coming Friday. It's going to be Friday, the October 29th. And um, the sale will start at one o'clock on the 29th. It will go all through the weekend. And basically what we're going to do is we're going to show off some new tools. We've got some new tools by the Dent Slayer and Carsformers. We've got an A1 tool. And so we're just going to show off some new tools. Everybody likes to see what's new to the industry. And mm-hmm. we always have to provide um, just good, valuable tools that people will be using that, you know, they will want close by, you know. And so we will have some new tools. We'll have some giveaways, some 30th anniversary edition things that we're going to give away and some Mm -hmm. specials. And so we're just going to do that. Um, With A1 Tool, I've got to tell you, we are, we've been looking for a new place, a new location, and um, we found it. And yet at the same time, we are having trouble with all the building. It's like the builders are like MIA here. I mean, everything's everything's going. And so we're, we're struggling. So we're like, we want to make a new place, but we don't know now when that's going to happen because we need to do a total facelift to this place. But Uh we are, we are just looking forward to the future, really. Oh, good. Good. 
Okay, so any plan, maybe like five years from now, or, you know, the reason why I'm asking this is because when I sit down with Mike, as far as what our goals or where we want to take then time, yeah. I usually think five years from now or 10 years from now, I visualize it in my head. And the only reason is because I'm always trying to meet my goal. And if my goal is to bring then time to this level five years from now, I yeah. have to always check myself, make sure we're going still on the right direction. I love that. I love that you do that. You're always, I can see even in business, you're always reflecting and saying, where should I be? Where is mm -hmm. this going to take us? And you know, John and I, he is, man, he's busy. He's always just <laughs> running around like a crazy person, taking care of all these loose ends. And so, you know, I, I mean, in five years, I feel like, you know, we are going to have a new location that has a place where people can come and shop. And it's a nice little showroom area where mm -hmm. people can come and do some learning. Maybe we can have some, you know, we really have some great dent techs that have pulled together some great tools like, you know, John Bydeen with Dent Reaper and there's mm -hmm. Rick Hummert with Excalibur tools. And we'd really like for them to come in and do some workshops where maybe they can you know, just show guys what they do and how mm -hmm. they use their tools. And mm -hmm. it'll just go in very well with, you know, educating people and then using the tools and getting their name out there. So we'd like to do some little things like that mm -hmm. in the location we are in right now. We are just overflowing. It is a one tool. When we purchased it, it was a church building. Mm -hmm. I had it in a church building and just converted it into a shop. Mm -hmm. And we keep adding on adding on, adding on, but it's just, it, we just cannot, can, I mean, did you outgrow the place? It's so outgrown, even though we keep adding, it's not functional. You know, we need, you know, like I need a place to do video and, and do pictures and things like that. And we need a place to keep our van and we need a place to keep, you know, we just need more space. And so I see that in our next five years, we've talked about that going out mm -hmm. the road more. Um, my father used to do that. And then um, we stopped for a while. But we mm -hmm. see that there's such a need for that because the guys, as they're traveling, they want, you know, people want things right away. You mm -hmm. know, we, ship, we always try to carry a great inventory and ship it that very day. If they mm -hmm. place an order, we try to ship it right out. And we've got very good customer service like that. But at the same time, sometimes it's just nice to show up, right? And just be mm -hmm. like, hey, you need one of those? We've got one in our van. And so, you yeah. know, it's just nice to be there on location. So, um, yeah, I remember you uh, traveled with John. Yeah. I believe, was that last year? How was that experience? That was good. John and I work very well on the road. <laughs> that's the one thing. <laughs> That's where we do well because, you know, he's driving. I'm pointing out, oh, there's a banner over there. So when you guys put up their big banners, you know, hail repair, you know, I'm looking at them. I'm showing him where they are. He's got a great eye too. And we just pull over and he always has me go in with the catalogs. He's like, you go in and you see, <laughs> he makes me do it. So I'm the face. So I go in with my little A1 shirt and I'm like, good afternoon. I'm here with A1 tool. And they're like, oh yeah, we know who you are. And so then they come out of their shop. They stop what they're doing. I say, it's break time. And they come out onto the van and then John's all, you know, 
He knows all the prices. He knows all the details. <laughs> I, I'm not, I can't remember all the prices. I can only remember for when I'm getting ready to go live. I know them for that. I studied ahead of time. But if you fill the whole van with tools, I yeah. cannot remember individually because there's hundreds, thousands there's, yeah. of tools. Yeah. And they're different based on diameter and length and handle. And I cannot remember, but John has- Can you remember everything? Yes. He's got like a photogenic memory. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, I think that's, you know, cause like you tell the story and I can relate with you. You know why? Because I think I'm like more of John's personality where I'm really old school. So yes. sometimes, you know, I didn't even do social media like Facebook or anything like that until probably um, three or four years. Mike already started his yes. just because for me, I'm like still stuck in like back in the old days, like the 80s or the 70s. Mm -hmm. Let's just enjoy like being here, being present. But I can understand that you need that for your business, the social media, you know, it's a social media marketing, actually. So it's all about connecting with people. And mm -hmm. when I saw that our our industry loves to connect with people, I resonated with. I was like, yes, I need to connect with people. Mm -hmm. That's me. And mm -hmm. um, and so that just was a natural fit. And so that's why yeah. I like MTE and things like that. And I love that the guys have dent tech meetups. And uh -huh. um, I think it's wonderful. Yeah. And then when you said earlier that you're the face of A1, yeah, I can, I can see that. It is that way. And I've been able to pull John more on camera lately. He so is good. Like, yeah. And when he does, I mean, he's, he's very comfortable on camera, but he just doesn't, he just, I don't know. It's not something that he just thinks to do, but I'm like, somebody's got to do it. And he's like, it's going to be you. <laughs> it's going to be you. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I don't mind. And so I'm just like, okay, because again, I don't feel like I have to be perfect. I just, yeah. I feel like it's just about, you know, connecting with people and showing uh -huh. them, showing them the product and letting them decide, but, you know, showing them what this product can do. Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we're not going to just carry stuff that's not necessary. I mean, that's why we've chosen to carry it. You know, mm -hmm. John is very picky about that. And if there's a, a problem with it or if it's not real, um, you know, durable, reliable, he will not mess with it. He's like, no, because he doesn't mm -hmm. have problems. He's he will do anything to avoid a problem. And so um as to where I would be like, oh, let's give it a try. Like, no, we're not, no, we're not adding that at all. And so I, or if we add something and then there's a problem, he's like, nope, as soon as we're done, we're not, we're not doing that again. And I'm like, but you know, so we're just uh, no, I'm laughing because you know what? That's how that's how Mike and I sometimes, you know, I'll be like, I don't want to start a problem or I don't even want to create a problem. If anything, let's prevent the problem so I don't have to fix it because I end up fixing it. <laughs> right, right. Actually, I'm just real patient and I can roll with things. But he's like, no, we've got no time for that. <laughs> so he has no time for anything extra. So yeah. I've seen that um, one of your daughter, is she already in college or is she a senior? 
okay, so she is actually a junior. She has like this old soul mentality. She okay. wanted to go to college since like middle school. She is just very academic. She wants a plan. She's like you, Mary. She's got to have her five-year tenure plan. And it's so important to her. So, but you know, we've got three daughters. They're all 14, 15, and 16. And it's like, let's just go. Let's go do it. They allow the kids to have excuse, you know, excuse absences for college. Uh-huh. Let's do this. Let's go check some out. And so we checked out the one that she has thought about the most. And uh-huh. we went spent a weekend there and we just all went as a family and it was it was a lot of fun but it was exhausting really I have a senior right now and he was studying for the longest time you know like studying for the SAT because um some of this university still requires it but then some are like giving the kids a break yeah 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 she is you know going to be studying she has not taken it she is Mm -hmm. all about um studying and practicing and getting ready and preparing. So, so she'll be taking that and then we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, really we're just looking for a place where our kids can thrive and our girls are all so unique. And that's probably what you've noticed with each child, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm the only child, so I don't know, but I mean, each one is so different from the other. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I was the classroom teacher for five years because I see that in the classroom. Every child is different Mm -hmm. in how Mm -hmm. you discipline, how you teach them. Everything is different. Yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, before I had kids, I didn't know that having more than one kid will have different personalities. Having three, I'm like, wow, they all have different personalities. <laughs> it's like, yes. no one's the same. It's like and it's hard because, you know, uh, sometimes they're not a personality like you or your husband. You know, like we've got one that's a personality like my husband. One I feel like is like me. And then the third one is the wild card. And <laughs> so we're like, uh, you know, just trying to get on their level and help them reach their full potential. And yeah, so it's, it's a yeah. challenge. Yeah, it is. It's a challenge. And to motivate them, it's like also a challenge. Yeah, I see your camera. What's happening there? I think it's, um, I think what's happening is it could be my volume's too loud and it's vibrating. Ah, okay, okay. So I'm going to try okay. this and see if that helps. I'm turning your volume down. Okay, okay. turn down my volume. Maybe I'm loud. <laughs> I tend to become loud when I get excited, you know. Me too. Me too. So I'm just okay. going to try that and see. Okay. So now I have, I think, let's see, two more questions, or maybe just one. I can probably combine these two. Okay. Self improvement, because we've talked about me doing, you know, self reflection all the time. Now I want to do. I want to know how do you, you know, how do you deal with that? Do you? I'm pretty sure you do, because you kind of like figure it out. I do. I am always looking for ways to self-improve. And as I said, I've really been studying gratitude lately. Mm-hmm. I've also been studying habits. And I'm telling you, um, I love to listen to positive podcasts. Mm-hmm. I feel like, when, especially when um, I was fighting depression, I never say I was depressed. I know it's a thing and people get depression, 
And I probably was depressed, Mary, but I never said I was depressed. I would mm-hmm. say I'm fighting depression. I'm mm-hmm. fighting because I felt like, you know, I would find myself in bed, not wanting to talk to anyone, not even my kids. I couldn't function. And I would realize I cannot stay here in this. I can't live here. Mm-hmm. This is not for me. Mm-hmm. So I would have to go inward and I would start praying. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I would turn on a positive podcast and listen, and I would get an idea or read my Bible and I'd be like, wait a minute. And then all of a sudden things would flip a switch mm-hmm. and I would have this new purpose. I'm like, okay, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be praying and then I'm like, you know what? These girls deserve a mom. That's why, that's why, that's the, <laughs> I'm going to cry here. That's what got me out of that hot tub is mm-hmm. I thought my kids need mm-hmm. me. And so I would find myself jumping out of bed and going to find one of them and being, what's going on? And mm-hmm. just engage. Mm-hmm. And then it's amazing. Actually, it's just incredible how it would change my day. Then I'm connecting with my kid. Then I'm in a whole different place than in my bed. Mm-hmm. It starts with you've got to Just fight getting for yourself it. out, right? You've got to fight for it. You've got to find something that works for you. And for me, it's prayer or it's opening my Bible and looking. What did mm-hmm. people that struggled back then, what did they do? How mm-hmm. did they overcome these terrible things that happened? And then I try to apply that to my own life or I listen to podcasts. I'm like, that's a great idea. I'm going to try this out. And I do. I love to experiment and try things out. And mm-hmm. uh, if they mention a book, I'm like, well, what is that book? So I'll get the book and then I'll <laughs> read the book. And I'm like, I get out my highlighter, Mary. I'm a total nerd. I get out my highlighter and my pencil, my mechanical pencil, and I'll write things out to the side and I will try them out. And, you know, it doesn't matter what I'm struggling with. I have to learn. Like mm-hmm. one time I was struggling with one of my kids and I was just like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I, I go to counseling and I, I asked my, he gave me a book and then I like start a book club. I'm like, Hey, I need a book club with other teenage moms and mm-hmm. we need to figure this out. Yeah. And, you know, I got great ideas, great quotes. Like, you know, kids will run up against you 10,000 times. Your job is to hold the line. 10,001. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you're the guardrail on the curvy road. You keep them on the road. And yeah. you've got to know they're not always going to like that. Yeah. So develop tough skin because I felt like one of my kids didn't like me very much in that time in my life. And that was really hard. It was mm-hmm. really hard for me. Um, and so like um, right now, right now, I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits. Um, by James Clear, and I mentioned it, but it has me analyzing everything I do. We have developed habits Mm -hmm. based on what works for us. Mm -hmm. And I started thinking about, you know, well, just how much is affected by that? Like for me, um, with my injuries and skin issues, Mm -hmm. I needed to stretch my skin every day so it would become more supple. 
So Mm -hmm. I found yoga was the answer to that for me, slow movement. And then because I was afraid I might not do this work all the time, Mm -hmm. I signed up for yoga training. And then one thing led to another, right, Maria? Send you down a whole different track. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like I'm reaching out and helping people with their lives. Like, you know, yesterday I taught a class and, you know, I was teaching them about the power of gratitude and Mm -hmm. teaching them that before you can be grateful, you need to let go of things that are tying you down. Mm -hmm. And I gave them the illustration of hot air, you know, balloons, helium filled balloons and letting them go. And, and just the things that I get to do and share with breathing and just opening your body. It's amazing. And it's so healing for Mm -hmm. me and my journey. Mm -hmm. I feel like my life is coming together. All of the adversities, all of the struggles, all of the trials. It's like, you know, I was listening to a Christian podcast who mentioned James Clear and then Mm -hmm. the Atomic Habits. My daughter, she listened to it. She gave John the book for Father's Day. Mm -hmm. And I'm in between books and there's the book. And I'm like, well, I'll read this. And it has transformed many things in my life. And one is just my eating is better. I'm like, I'm a healthy yoga instructor. So because I see myself so did, as did, a healthy yoga, I began losing weight. I so hold on. So you're better. telling me that you're, you're eating better now compared to before? Yes. Because oh, yeah. of now you're making conscious decision yes. of eating healthy. Yes. I yeah. become very intentional about my day. In fact, uh-huh. I have an acronym that I use in yoga, and it's the word thrive. That's my word, thrive. Mm-hmm. I will find a way in any circumstance to thrive. And Mm -hmm. that thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, stands for try having realistic, intentional Mm -hmm. victories every day. A -hmm. realistic, intentional victory. And for me, sometimes it was, I'm going to take my depression medicine every day. I don't like it. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But I saw that I needed to for a time. So mm-hmm. I did. I was like, I'm going to fill up my little pill thing and I'm going to mm-hmm. put it in my makeup drawer. And mm-hmm. this book talks about make the good habits accessible, easy to do, mm-hmm. put them like a cue. So every time I open my makeup drawer, there's my, there's my prescription medicine yeah. and there's my glass by my sink. And so every time I open my makeup drawer, there it is in the morning. So Maria, going back to that, I just want to um, ask you, you said that the book transform you yeah. into something. And I think the way, the way I'm seeing this is that you have embraced change because, you yeah. know, with people, the reason why people struggle with life is because when there's change, they don't want or they don't want to welcome it. They resist it. They're totally, sometimes they don't even want to talk about it because they're defensive. Right. But the thing is that the way I'm looking, the way I'm with the way I'm looking at it is that if you just look at it, analyze it, and then think that, Hey, wait a minute, I'm going to just like go along with this change. Cause you never know. It might open up new doors or mm-hmm. it might transform you to, you know, become a better person. And so 
yeah, you could be missing out on the life you've always wanted. I, years ago, before my accident, I read a book called Mindset. I think Mm -hmm. it was by Carol Dweck and Mm -hmm. about the growth mindset. Mm -hmm. That was revolutionary and changed my life. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? You mean I don't have to be stuck here like this? I can Mm -hmm. change Mm -hmm. anything, like Mm -hmm. literally anything. I can get better. I may not be the very best, but I can get better. And so I just started, if there was something I wanted, you know, I did a lot of self-analyzation. Like if I wanted something to be better, I worked on it. Even like my marriage, I'm like, yeah, you know, when things aren't well, arguing does not make it better. Mm -hmm. Searching for the solution makes it better. And Mm -hmm. so I need to do whatever I can, not to prove my side, but to find a solution. That That you guys will come together. Everything, right? Yeah. Uh And so it, and then it was worth my kids. It's like, you know, with kids, just as soon as you get them figured out, they go through a growth spurt or something changes and they're a different person. And so <laughs> I've learned that with my kids, or at least that's the way it is with girls. You think you got them figured out and now they're something else. And so, or I don't like that. What are you talking about? You know, they don't like it anymore. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that's, that's your decision. And yeah. so you know, I am always modifying. And I got a lot of that from my dad. He liked learning, improving. He always loved an underdog story. Yeah. I do Uh too. I do too. I love when someone maybe comes from little or nothing or has a lot of odds stacked against them and Mm -hmm. then they get where they've always wanted to go. I feel so happy for that. Inspired. You probably you probably feel like you're inspired by someone else's story, yeah. you know, like hardship, you know, yes. learning from them. Yeah. You know, Mary, I, when I became the burn survivor, I started following other burn survivors on Instagram and social mm-hmm. media. And I could see that they were disfigured in their face mm-hmm. or had their nose missing or yeah. And they were missing fingers or, you know, things where they cannot leave the house without oh. people knowing they've been in a horrific accident. Yes. And they can't just blend in or hide. And I saw the things that they could do. And I was like, I, I have no room to complain. I, yeah. you know. I can go to the store and no one knows. No one, yeah. no one would know. Yeah. I can, um, I mean, I can do yoga. I can move everything. Yeah. Um, and that's been a long journey, but I can, I have full mobility. Mm-hmm. Some of these people, you know, for them to go to a yoga studio and get the movement they would need would just be so, um, it would take a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, self-confidence and, um, so many of them have worked through that. And I'm yeah. like, if they can do it, then I can do it. Yeah. And I love that. I love, so yeah, I love to see when people can overcome great odds. That's, that's good. And you know why I invited you again? Because the last time we were, uh, you know, the last time we had a conversation about this, mm-hmm. I kind of like 
you know, I wouldn't say predict, but I kind of like saw that because you mentioned one thing and then I'm like, oh, I got to like lift her spirit up and just let her know you can't stay in your room. Think of your kids because I kind of know what's going to be the next step. You know, yeah. when you said that, Mary, sometimes it's hard for me to get out of bed. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want you to go to that cycle, you know? Yeah. And that and that was no exaggeration. But, you know, I am today, I am so glad that I did experience that as hard as that was. Mm-hmm. Because I just, I did not have the will to live. So you think um, that made you stronger? Made you, yeah, you know, think- learn about yourself more? I think what it helped me is realizing the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. And I would, I, I would tell John, I would say, John, um, I know I'm not very loving right now and I am sorry. Um, but this is the time where I need you to love me the most because mm-hmm. I just have something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And I would just reach out to my friends and just say, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And they would lift me up at that time and my family and just the power of prayer through that. But also, Mary, when somebody I know is struggling, I feel like I can talk to them mm-hmm. because I know that feeling. Mm-hmm. I know it. Mm-hmm. And I've never experienced that before. And so it's real easy to say, well, you need to get out of bed and you need to do this, this, and this, and mm-hmm. this will help you. But if that person hasn't been through it, it can be kind of tough to take that from someone that doesn't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You know, we need someone we can relate to. Mm-hmm. And just like when I would look at pictures of burn survivors that, you know, one girl, she'd been married for three weeks and had it, uh, she was beautiful. And had an accident in her kitchen. And she's struggled with so much. Mm -hmm. And her face, her fingers, no, I mean, she's lost her her hair. She lost everything. And when I see that she's trying and how she's felt the same things I have, Mm -hmm. and she can get out of bed every day, then I know I can get out of bed every day. And so I feel like, I really feel like God has allowed me to go through this because he knew I could. Mm-hmm. I don't think he gives me any more than, I don't think he gives anyone any more than you can take. And, yes. and so he knew I could get through it. And then he knew I would have the gratefulness to share with others how they can do it too. Mm-hmm. That's so important to me right now is that whole level three gratitude is because you're grateful for what you've been through and what you've, how far you've come, let's help someone else now. That's, mm-hmm. lovely, you know? So, yeah. That's, that that's it's, me comfort. I mean, that makes me feel good. That's what, when people say, what, what do you want to do? Or what, what do you have to look forward to? Or what, you know, I don't have some big dream. It's just, I want to help someone. I want to help someone. Or maybe, or maybe Maria, that's your calling, right? Maybe that's why, you know, that's why you're here because God is saying, you know, Hey, I need you to be, you know, to, to still be here and help others and share your story. Yeah. Yeah. And I have people reach out to me that 
I don't think they ever would have reached out to Maria Kallenbach had Maria mm-hmm. Kallenbach been through what I've been through. Mm-hmm. And then even losing my father, um, you know, you have people that have gone through a loss and that whole grief, it is just, it's so hard. It's so hard, you know, and people are like, it's time that you get over that, you know, but I understand how, you know, how it is. And so, but, and, and, you know, Mary, with your own experiences, how it is to grow up with adversity and to face all of these things that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is we are all at some point in time, whether in our, in our youth or in our life later, we're all going to face adversity. And so the mm-hmm. more you prepare and strengthen yourself, mm-hmm. the better off you will be. And um, I don't know, it's a, uh, I feel like there are things throughout my life that have prepared me for where I am now. It didn't just, you know, I've all, I've had adversity throughout my life in different ways. And yeah. uh, maybe this is, you know, maybe those were steps yes. you know, that you take to help prepare you, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I, I always believe that um, things happen for a reason. And mm-hmm. I think, I think if you pay attention to, signs, you know, that God kind of like give us, they're just like, you know, they're just, you know, you're going to see it and it's going to prepare you on how, you know, as far as how to deal with it. Yes. Yes. And, you have and, to be in tune, right? It's like a, a looking for it. You know, I think a lot of people, they don't see like even their gratitude. They don't see all the blessings in their life because they're not looking for blessings. No, but they're not. They're only practice. complaining. So when you're yes. complaining, you don't see the blessings. Right. You Because you can find a lot to complain about. I could. I know I could find a lot to complain about, but I don't want to waste my energy in that. I just don't. And I like to see all the ways that things are going well. And mm-hmm. then it's like it feeds itself. I see something else and then something mm-hmm. else. And I, I just... I don't know. I just feel a sense of joy in that. And so why not? Why not live that life? It's like an abundant life with everything I could ever ask for. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm glad that you're doing good and that you're actually learning more about yourself. So that accident prepare you for your father's passing. You know what I mean? I do too, Mary. I do. I, you know, and I've said before, um, you know, I got home from my accident in October and I just, when I wasn't facing, when I wasn't fighting depression, when we had our family events and all of these things, I would try to just live in the moment. Like Mm -hmm. it could be, I wasn't here. It could be that I could have died and I couldn't be here, Mm -hmm. but here I am. And so I live like that. For a whole year, I'm like, I can't even believe this. Here we are. It was COVID happened. We yeah. couldn't go to church or worship. And so we started worshiping in our home, inviting my parents and my husband's parents. And we had a little service. And it was just, I I look back and think, as sad as that was, it was the most wonderful things. And we did so many things over that year. Together. Together. Together with your family, family. yeah. And my father died in October the next year. So for one whole year, 
every time I was around him in his presence, mm-hmm. I was fully aware this is my dad and I may not have him forever. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to enjoy every moment. And I did. You know, who gets to say the last year they had with someone, they enjoyed every moment they had with them. But yeah. I did. You yeah. know, I got to experience that because I almost died, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I got to have that that time with him and even taking him to those uh, radiation appointments. appointments. Yeah. He had brain cancer. That's mm-hmm. what um, that's what got him in the end. Um, but, you know, it was just enjoying every moment. And just yeah. imagine if we all did that. Then when yeah. someone dies, we're like, wow, our last time together was so good. You know, yeah. we remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, I do think it prepared me and gave me one of the greatest blessings, which was a year of a year with my father, like I'd never had. Yeah, because like everything before COVID, everything was so busy, even in my household. It's like one thing after another. And then sometimes I'm like, gosh, I got to like stop. You know, I have to. Right? I have to stop and sit down with my husband, but my husband has so many projects. <laughs> yes, and when you're when your family is, are business people, business minded, yeah. and then you got the kids, it's it's very hectic all the time, and we yeah. were like that too. We were just like that, and you know, that first year after my accident, you know, not only was I relating with my father, but my husband and my family. You know, yeah. I was. Trying. I think that's what would get me out of bed was. I fought for this, you know, this is why I'm here. And so, and I would, we would do things, you know, my kids sometimes would get quarantined. They couldn't go to school and uh, we would do things together. Like go, we went backpacking one day and. Or baking. I saw the pictures. Yeah. (laughs) Baking and actually like singing, uh, like. We just enjoyed it. We just made the most of it. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what happens in, in times where there's a struggle, I think if you can look for ways to make the most of your bad time, you will remember it'll be funny later and it'll be special. It'll be special yeah. later. So it's just how you look at things, really. It's how you look at it. Yeah, it's the mindset. Yeah. Like for me, like with the business, you know, when you run a business, there's always like moving parts or like oh, yeah. unexpected things that will happen. So all the time, time. so if you're not prepared and you're not thinking through the whole thing, then you wouldn't know how to deal with it. You're just going to be complaining about, oh, more problems today or this. But I always believe that for every problem, there's a solution. It's how you look at things. Yes, Mary. I think that's, that's one of the things that I bring to John is that sometimes he's like, it's all a mess. It's all, you know, but I don't know if it's me or the mother in me or whatever. It's like, no, we can pull this together. And I'm all about, let's, let's, let's figure out a way to do this. And mm-hmm. sometimes just by keeping the ball moving forward, just by send, you know, you can, you can a- achieve a little. And before you know it, it's like the snowball, right? You've got this little snowball and you're just trying to push it forward and roll it. And before long, the momentum takes over and it's this big thing and all these moving parts are working together and you're like, see, we needed to keep moving and yeah. it, it happens. So I've seen it again and again. I've I know. Seen that pattern. And so yeah. I 
when there's a problem, and my dad was like that, he thrived on problems. He liked kind of living it rough, kind of roughing it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, I think I've gotten that from him. You know, if there's a problem, I'm like, well, there's a solution. Let's look for it. Yeah. I know there's one in here. I know it. And yeah. so I think that's great that you're like that. But yeah, because it is yeah, like okay. that business. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I always believed it because I'm very analytical. So I always, you know, know that that's a good trait, you know, for me. And then later on, when I got into the business, I was like, wow, this is actually good because in business, there's always a problem. So you have to be a problem solver because if you're not, then the whole business will be chaotic all the time. And every day is different. (laughs) (laughs) I know every day is different. That's, that's so true. Every day. Yeah. Well, you know what, Maria, Um, we're like about time to go here (laughs) and i really really appreciate you coming on and you guys are going to be at mte right yep we will be there yes okay okay good yeah we've been working on our displays and so we're going to be there and looking forward to it Oh, okay. Good, good. Okay. So i like i like it when you come on you know and we have this conversation because i think we like what you said you know we just need to connect with people we need connection, yes. you know, we're human, yes. we need connection and doesn't matter where you find it, but. Yeah, I, like, I agree. And I love that you're doing this podcast because, you know, it's, it's through the discussion we have with others where we can really sift through and talk about what we know, our experiences and share. And I've already uh-huh. learned so much from you today. And I appreciate that. Oh. And I know other people are going to hear us. And then they're going to learn from you or maybe a little something from me, but you're so great to listen to. And I just commend you for doing what you're doing and bringing people together. Oh, thank you, Maria. Thank you. Okay. So I guess um, I'm going to see you at MTE in Florida. Yes. We're going to have to make some plans. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll be there. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Say hi to John or the family, okay? I sure will. Okay. Okay, folks, that is a wrap with Maria. It was a good conversation, and I am thankful and glad that she came on for the second time on my podcast because I wanted to follow up with her just to make sure that she's okay. And we're actually going to say goodbye because it's been a while now. (laughs) 